This is Steve Madden, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Schaubel. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Schaubel. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is fashion designer and entrepreneur, Steve Madden. Steve started his first company back in 1990 with a mere $1,100 selling shoes out of the trunk of his car, and today his company is worth over $3 billion. Along the way, he struggled with an alcohol addiction and went to jail for over two years for stock fraud. Steve's story of both success and failure is captured in his new book, The Cobbler, which we discuss in this podcast episode. After you dropped out of college, you got a job as a traveling salesman for a shoe company, but didn't have a driver's license because you had so many DUIs. This didn't stop you from being successful at your job, though. How did this early experience shape you as a business person and become the foundation for your future company? I left school because, you know, my father was paying for school and I wasn't. You know, I wasn't taking it seriously and, you know, I was pretty wild and stuff. And so I went to work in a shoe store in New York, came back to New York and went to work in a shoe store and then got various jobs along the way. And and then by the end of the 80s, I went into my own business. But I worked for a wholesaler. I worked in stores and I really learned the, the business. My work ethic has never changed. I worked as hard as I did when it was my business When I worked for someone else, I worked the same way, never changed. Just the anxiety went up. Working in a shoe store is invaluable. Working in a store, you get to see what women want and you really get to see it because that's the action. It would be like a general in the army, like having basic training, you know, like being able to see what it's like as a private or a corporal. So it was invaluable to me. Yeah, it's like uh, being a waiter or a waitress and then maybe and then a bartender. Owning a restaurant. And then owning a restaurant. Yeah. Sure, yes. It's the and you have a degree thing. of empathy too. You can relate to their struggles, which I think is important for a relationship that's, building. That's very well put. That is a very good point. You see people working in your store and people tend to like get a little sniffy about that. I don't and I know what that's all about. And that's good, the empathy, yeah. And I think, you know, you started from scratch, which is a, a huge portion. And it leads perfectly into the next question, which is, what motivated you when you were building your company from scratch and how were you able to grow the brand while simultaneously battling your alcohol and drug addiction? I was sober when I started Steve Madden. It was a little different. It was almost simultaneous. I was able to focus a lot of energy on building the company. I would say getting sober was the the most important thing in my life and the most important ingredient to my success. Yeah. What was, what was that journey like to getting sober and how was the brand being managed during that time? You know, you just keep showing up and you keep putting one foot in front of the other and, and that's how it goes. There's no big mystery. People always talked about my potential when I was a kid. Oh, he's got potential. He's got potential. He's got so much potential. And then when I got sober, the potential became the reality and it was quite explosive. That's interesting how it motivated yeah. you in that respect. I, I didn't feel like people thought I had much potential. So I always felt like the underdog and that motivated me. Well, the funny thing about potential is it's, it's a bit of a knock in a way. People are like, oh, he's got potential. It means you don't have it. But like maybe you will one day. He's got some potential. It's not as great a compliment as you might think. But it certainly was the case with me. This is an important point is that the things that I did when I was working for someone else and working in a shoe store and working in wholesale, those steps that I took were so important to me when I went into my own business. 
And I, I wouldn't have been successful had I just gone straight into business without knowing, you know, without knowing all those other things that I had to do. Yeah, when I interviewed Steve Schwartzman, he said that you don't really want to skip steps because then you could really fall if you're in over your head. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And speaking of highs and low points in your life, one of your lowest points was when the FBI arrested you for participating in a pump and dump scheme that was orchestrated by Jordan Belfort and illustrated in the Wolf of Wall Street movie. Yeah. What led you down that path and what lessons did you learn during your two and a half year prison term that can be applied to business and life? You know, I learned not to take shortcuts and I learned to, uh, you know, it was, it was fear. I always thought money was everything, you know, but it wasn't and it isn't. And so that's what I learned. There's so many more important things than that. And choose your friends wisely. What's a sign that you shouldn't want to associate with someone based on your dealings with, you know, Jordan and whomever else? That's a complicated question. Well, you just have to know right from wrong, you know. But of course, when you're young, other things are important. I wish it had done things differently. But I would have done a lot of things differently. But I wonder you know. if you would have gone back and done things differently, what the end result would have been in terms of where you were in life as well as the success of your company. It's a great question. I did learn a lot from Jordan. There were some of the good things that Jordan taught me. He was an entrepreneur and... He was very helpful in the beginning of my career. You know, just to sum it up, you are where you are because of the things you did. Everything that you did led up to where you are now, the wins, the losses, the mistakes. So for me, I wouldn't be where I am had I not done the things I did and made the mistakes I made. And where I'm at is good. Yeah, that's a positive way of looking at it. Yeah. And aside from you, you credit your team for many of your company's achievements. And I find in business that hiring is stressful and very time intensive. What are some of your unconventional hiring strategies that have allowed you to build a team that led to a lot of your success? Mostly I've been lucky. You hire people and if they share your vision and they share your work ethic, that's a big thing. And not everybody wants to hop aboard the entrepreneurial dream. You know, some people just don't share it. And if you do, and you're in the seminal stages of a company, it could be quite rewarding. So I've had that experience with people. Most of them are still with me. What questions do you ask during an interview that would help you see if they're a good fit or not? I usually ask them if they like sugar in their coffee. <laughs> and if they say no? That's it. They're out. <laughs> so I wouldn't get a job with you. That's it. <laughs> and what's your best piece of career advice? My best piece of career yes. advice is to learn the business. So many kids want to be the president on the first week. So many kids, you know, I'm a designer because of the internet. They think they have a shortcut to fame without learning the biz. And I would encourage everybody to pay their dues. I would say from your perspective too, you went into, you know, an industry and profession that you really enjoyed. So you were probably more willing to pay your dues and you were good yeah. at it because you had initial success. So that drove you into doubling down on your strengths and your interests. Yes, that's true. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Steve. To follow his journey, you can read his new book, The Cobbler, How I Disrupted an Industry, Fell from Grace, and Came Back Stronger Than Ever. <laughs> <laughs>